Hey, welcome to Set the Record. I'm Malcolm Anthony, and joining me, as always, the dude with the Southside attitude, Kev Hernandez. <laughs> In the flesh. Yeah, boy. Kevin Hernandez. So, subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter. Like the Facebook page, Set the Record Podcast. And as always, special thanks to Indie Pot. And check out 20 on Town Podcast. Dropping episodes weekly, giving us just the business of the town. So, true. you love Tulsa, you love Oklahoma, check out 20. Word. Word, word, word. Absolutely. Man, we have a fun show installed for y'all. Am I right or am I right? Oh, I think you're right. So, check it out. The Sooners versus the Cyclones, part two. Thunder Rebuild Engaged. NBA Season 75 is on. Randy Moss versus Jerry Rice, okay? In Oddball, move over Noah's Ark, and how many appendages can you afford to lose? UFC 256, win, lose, or draw? Canelo is back, and as always, stay tuned for Jam of the Week. Oh, man, I'm already excited for it. I say let's quit messing around. Let's get right into it. Let's talk about some local love. Let's do it. Man, it's not local love without talking thunder. I I, I believe, but 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 first. But yeah. first. Yes. Well, I think uh, we have to talk a little right? <laughs> I'd say I'd say so. Man, because one thing I am totally excited for, I know you mentioned it. We got OU versus Iowa State. Uh, uh, part two, part two. <laughs> we got them in a rematch, baby. I know, man, and I can't wait. It's something we all have been waiting for, at least you and I personally. Uh, we yes. took the L early, and that, that just, I don't think that flies with Sooner fans. Uh Especially the way it, it went down. Yeah, it ruined my October night. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was it was early, very early in October, and, and, and taking two losses like that so early in the season uh, is very yeah. abnormal in, in Soonerland. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, we, we went from top of the top of the field, number three in the nation, losing to K State. And then following up and losing to Iowa State 37-30. And now the rematch is on. But this time, it's in Texas. <laughs> That's right. And I, dude, I'm more confident. I'm I'm I feel better off now. And I didn't even I didn't even realize it was in Texas, but you're absolutely right. Arlington, yeah, I see. Uh I didn't even realize this. Uh, uh, which one of these teams is from Texas? Iowa State or <laughs> yeah, no, no doubt. Yeah, the Big 12 title game. Jerry World is open for the Big 12 title game, so that's kind of nice. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The AT&T Stadium. I did see that. I didn't even put that together. Well, I'm, one thing I'm so excited about, dude, is the, I know, we know that the offense does look a little sketchy. Some games, they really put it on. Other games, they kind of catch up at the end. But the D-line with the, the, both, the two tandems, the tandems of Isaiah Thomas and Ronnie Perkins, man. They got. They made that the D line the best in the Big Twelve. And our defensive coordinator, Alex Grinch, you ever heard of him? That guy's a oh. uh, mastermind. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, it does a lot with um, what you would say is maybe the best Big Twelve defense. Uh, you know. Yeah. Maybe this year. So, um, yeah, definitely. I think uh, 
you you can't sneeze at what we've put together. And we've got receivers, uh, uh, just guys, Mims. We got Weez. We've got guys who are uh, yes. yes, almost unstoppable uh, when 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 Rattler can get them the ball. Uh, running running the, the our run game, I felt was pretty good this year too. So right, and then a lot of these Sooner players were not available to participate in that October third loss. So uh, we have all these different weapons that we didn't have before. I, right. I, I do not expect OU. Well, I don't expect Iowa to just you know give up or anything like that. But I do see OU coming up on top. Yeah, I do as well. I think OU, uh, I think they get them by uh, 14 in this game. I think they put it on them. Oh, um, I got a 10. I got my mind more like at a 10 gap, but uh, definitely OU. Yeah, I, I want it to be over 10. I want to I rub it in a little bit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, yeah, it's for sure. Yeah, because that is still a close one. A, a two-score yeah. two match. They, two they put us essentially out of the playoff. Uh, with the, with that loss that we took to them early in the year, so uh, I have revenge on my mind, and I want to see nothing but destruction. So, oh, would you have a score in mind? Do you have uh, something in place? Yeah, I, I like a thirty-seven twenty-three, something like that. Oh, yeah, you got me beat on both. Yeah, thirty-one twenty-one. Yeah, yeah. I mean, not, not that it's a low-scoring game, you know, just a couple of touchdowns. But uh, no, okay, I see. No, I, I hope. I, but honestly, what would really make me happy is if uh, OU's defense keeps them under 20. Yeah, that would be satisfying, you know, and especially uh, number six, Iowa State. Keeping them under 20 yes. uh, would be ideal right now. Um, I don't want – like I said, we, they, they put it on us last time, and I understand uh, yeah. we were down to players, but this time is, is revenge is in the air. Yes. Yeah, yeah. No, it, it has been cold in the mornings too, I realize. I, I, I woke up yesterday and I was like, man, what the hell is that? Revenge. That's what it is. <laughs> it is I say, I say. Window. <laughs> well, I, you know, a little, we mentioned revenge, but I don't know if this is exactly revenge, but this game has been canceled twice. <laughs> uh, yeah. We get the opportunity to witness, uh, I think maybe the upset of the year, you know, I think, uh, the Tulsa Hurricanes. Look, I'm just going to go ahead and say it. Say Tulsa's ranked 23rd. We finally get the opportunity to face Cincinnati. Right. Yes. How you feel? Bro, I'll tell you this. Tulsa has had a wonderful season, and they are the real deal. Uh, the lone loss, the only loss came to Oklahoma State in that opener. The defense was good in that game. But they have stepped up, and they the offense has cleaned up the mistakes on their side. Bro, they are coming up with massive plays that nobody is used to. TU hasn't seen anything like this. And then not even just TU, but nobody in their conference has ever seen TU like this. They are well, so explosive, so exciting. Yeah, I think if one player really makes a huge difference. And, oh, uh, cool. Z- Zavin Collins, man, is uh, <laughs> most underrated, dude. Most underrated in all of college football. I'm telling you, 100. Dude, six four, 260 pounds. He's a future NFL starter because of the size, the range, his passing ability, his off the chart instincts, dude. If you want to beat Cincinnati, you get its offense offense off the field. And TU's got the most third down stops in its uh, conference, the AAC. And it's all about the tackling for the loss and the hard runs and the, the, the tackles against the toughness against the runs themselves. Dude, uh, I'm so excited. I think Cincinnati may face 
I think Cincinnati doesn't realize what TU is going to do to them. Uh, they're going to you know, bring it to them. Yeah, I, I agree. This game is going to be fun. We got Zach Smith. We got, we got uh, running backs. We got Prince, Taylor, Wilkerson. Literally a three-headed monster back there. These guys collectively have ran for 1,000 yards and, and uh, eight touchdowns this year in a short season. So, look, this is, it's, this is a fun game, man. I can't, I've been very excited for this matchup. It's been canceled twice. Six and one TU, eight and zero Cincinnati. And let's, man, we gonna bring it to Dude, uh, Cincinnati. I'm worried about them. I'm worried about them because they have not faced a defense like this. The only uh, I'm just looking at their conference or the well, not the conference, but the schedule. The uh, the only defense that was relatively rough on them was the who was it? Uh, Houston Houston's defense, which is 71st in the nation. Tulsa's defense is the 20th best in the nation. Yeah. Uh, it, it's ranked higher than anything that Cincinnati has dealt with. So I still, I mean, I, I got a close game here. It's not good because TU does not blow out. You know what I mean? No. They win. They win. But it's not a it's blow. Close, close ones. Yeah, I got a real close one here, dude. I'm thinking like 33-27 or 35-27. It's going to be... Close, close, close. Yeah, close. I'm with you there. I like your score. I'm going 34-31 TU. Uh, and I don't know if this goes into overtime, but it wouldn't shock me if it did. No, yeah, absolutely not. No, if it does go into overtime, um, I wouldn't be shocked. <laughs> You're well put. No, yeah, man, this is so exciting. Yeah, this is as as a Oklahoma native, uh, man, this is this is where it's at. TU yes. uh, playing for something meaningful. Uh, this is just nice. About time, not not about time, but this was long overdue. I know um, the TU fan base, the the area, the school, the students, the the uh, the parents involved, the teachers. Dude, TU has such a respectable, high feel to it. That for years everyone would say that's not the college, that's not the football, or that's not the sports university. That's the thinking man's university. That's a smart man's university. Now we got the smarts, you got the intellect, but now you're bringing the sports, you're bringing this toughness, you're bringing all this uh, uh, news, all this spotlight on Tulsa. It's amazing. It's amazing. A hundred percent, man. Yeah, getting the shine right now is beautiful, and I we gotta love that. Like I said, and. Uh... Well, we look forward to seeing how this all ends up tonight. And, uh, we'll talk about it again next week. And um, I don't know if you knew this, but the Oklahoma State Cowboys, right? They they, they took an L this week, uh, yes. losing to TCU. Uh, no big deal, right? Kate Cunningham has been phenomenal. Um, and this week we get a test uh, tomorrow. We get a test, a real test. Six and one Texas. Um, we're going to play in Texas, at Texas, you know. Right. Um, yeah. And yeah. like I said, this is like I said, we've been I've been wanting a, a measuring stick, kind of see where our guys are at. Cause we're not we're not going to be able to make the uh, NCAA tournament, the March Madness, as they say. Uh, you know, due to violations, uh, we uh, we are excluded this year, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Uh, but yeah, so I, it's a good measuring stick to see where our boys are at. And, uh, right. Cade Cunningham is going to put on a show versus Texas, man. I just look for the upset right there. Um, yeah, no, so, that'd be a, something eyeball. Yeah, just to, yeah, for real, just something you can keep an eye on because you're absolutely right. This would this would be a perfectly uh, a great way to gauge the Cowboys to see where they're at, uh, uh, just with the talent, just with the coaching. Yeah, it's an absolute true test, 
And again, early, early. I know it's too bad that they're out of March Madness, but you know what? It's uh, We got somebody like Cade Cunningham who wants to be here, I hope. So we'll see what happens. But yeah, yeah, keep an eye on that. And that's tomorrow at 1, correct? Yep, 1 o'clock, 1 o'clock. Yeah, no doubt. It's going to be a good game against Longhorns. Cowboys-Longhorns, always a fun matchup in the Big 12. Right. Big 12 basketball is always fun, actually, man. That's, I mean, Kevin Durant, man. Yeah. I text his very own, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, for real, for real. Texas University, man, I'm telling you. So uh, that's that's where I fell in love with Kevin Durant. Anyways, speaking yeah. of, speaking of, uh, speaking of the Thunder, basketball. Yeah, speaking of basketball, dude, let's talk about some Thunder, man. We, you, you right, you right. <laughs> Kevin Durant's former team, uh, and I'm not talking about Golden State. Uh, <laughs> Oklahoma City Thunder, man, we we're, <laughs> rebuild mode is all right. You know yes. what I'm saying? I, I I'm getting a little joy out of this. How about yourself? Me too. Me too. Uh, I know I, it's I, the preseason. Is it too early to talk? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> yes, dude. No, because one thing I am enjoying, I'm really enjoying the way SGA and Horford have been playing. I like how unselfish SGA is. He's not a yeah. scorer, like just the, he will score when he needs to. He'll score if it's open. He will score if he's the guy. But uh, the Thunder have this fluid, like the ball. It almost seems like there's no timeouts, there's no fouls. They uh, they get the good, they get a good run in the game, and uh, that's what you want to see. And Horford looks so good. They got a good. They feel like they look, they they fit together. They look good together. Uh, the Thunder they use a couple of different rotating. You know they're they're still trying to figure out their start their starters, but. Uh, but what did you see? What did you see in the two in the preseason games so far? Yeah, uh, well, so I watched both the Spurs and the the one last night in full depth. Yes, you know, I dove in real hard in both games. Our first lineup against the Spurs, we threw out Roby, Diallo, Muscala, uh, SGA, and George Hill. And, right. Um, you know, we changed that up just a little bit in game two. Yeah, um, you know, I mean, we played the Bulls twice, so I mean, I, I, I kind of all counted as one game to me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know what you mean, because uh, yeah, like, yeah, I, I noticed when you said that too when when you said I watched games, you know, the two games. But yeah, 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 because I know well, that's one thing I am worried about is like, who the Thunder they have a couple of different pieces that they can start a few, so the starting's a little up in the air. Right, yeah, because uh, even like I said, last night's game, we had Horford, Baisley, George Hill, uh, SGA, and Lou Dort. Yes, yeah. Um, all go out and start. So, like I said, it, it can change and fluctuate. And I thought last night we put on a pretty good show. I like Obviously that. The, yeah. The first three quarters were better than the last one, but yeah. uh, it, yeah. it really wasn't about the end result for me. I, I thought. Um, the rookie uh, Poku, he, yeah, he's AP. playing pretty well, looking confident at yeah. least. Yeah, the two turnovers at the very end there—that's uh, a rookie uh, mistake. Rookie mistake. A hundred percent. Yeah, he was he was he was looking for too much. Uh, he made a few of those passes in the game where he yeah. was trying to um, thread the needle. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I mean, not many guys can do that. LeBron, that's true. Chris Paul, the, and not many. <laughs> So the fact that he went for him, I mean, it was bad timing, but that that goes with the learning of the game, you know. Maybe down the line, that's a pass he makes in the final seconds. Yeah, no, and exactly, and that's what I like because he's he's willing to, to risk it, man. Uh, you know, Bruce Arians, risk it, no, no risk it, no biscuit. You know, <laughs> yeah, this kid's got a little bit of that in him. Um, but no, Muscala looked good last night. Um, uh, to to be honest, I thought Baisley played the best. Uh, yes. For the team last night. Overall, Who's gonna start? 
Yeah, I predict him starting. Yes. Yeah, I, I just think he's he plays this some of the smartest basketball. He just he's got really good IQ out there. Mm-hmm. Um, I think him and SGA on the floor together is just perfect. I, I would yes. love George Hill to come off the bench personally, right? Because um, I think he could lead a team. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because I I, I, I I think SGA has earned the starting job for sure. Absolutely. So I so so for me, I think George Hill should come off the bench as our sixth man, kind of like uh, Schroeder. Uh, Schroeder did last year, for right? Us. Um, yeah, you know, and, he, and he would do it in a different capacity because that's not his strength as a as a scorer, but he is a leader. Yes, and then he's come off the bench before. I've seen him for the Bucks and the yeah. Spurs. There was some yeah. there was some you know, seasons where he came off the bench. So I Absolutely. think yeah, that would be something. Yeah, because I I would love to see Diallo. Harf, uh, Horford, Baisley, Dort, SGA. That would be a, a great, just a, a, a big starting lineup. Yeah, and, and Poku, man, to be honest, he could fit his way in. He could find his yes. way into this rotation, to be honest. If, if I just like to see him put on a little weight. Um, yes. He's, yeah, he's the Slim Reaper at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, he, man, he, like I said, I like his Pol- confidence in Polok Chula. Pelotula, <laughs> the Durantula. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we we find a, new, a nickname for him, but Poku, I'll mm-hmm. avoid that one for now. Poku's that, yeah, I saw that. I like that. Yeah, I, I called him AP a moment ago, but I do like that. That sounds good. Yeah, but yeah, as I mentioned with uh, Horford and SGA, the pick and pop threes where Horford will uh, set the screen, take a step back into the three, and then take those shots. He was uh, four of five from the three point range. Uh, in, this, in his last two preseason games, he was 15.7 rebounds, 17.8 rebounds. Horford looks really good for the Thunder. Yeah, no. And then basically, the double-double, the monster dunk on Chandler. Uh, there's a lot of hype. There's a lot of good... Uh, again, the ceiling. The ceiling to these guys is so high. There's, they're showing signs of great basketball. I agree. I do agree. I would, like I said, I, I think Horford would be the vet to keep if we can keep a vet. Yes. You know, um... I just think his his uh, leadership is strong and uh, his locker room presence would be perfect for these guys. So, um, it, you know, teach uh, Poku some some post-up moves, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, maybe just that. Well, he did, dude, he had that hook shot on Lori Markkinen after going, he like dribbled it up on him, put it behind his back and hit that hook yeah, shot yeah. on Lori Markkinen. I think I posted that. I'm like, I just compared it. Oh, yeah. I was like, I just compared you. I just compared you to him on the show last week, son of a bitch. You're going to go and do that to me? No. <laughs> I'm like, I just talked about you. You got to do what you got to oh. do, man. But, yeah, the Thunder, man, I think uh, uh, there's a few a few players I think we're going to end up having to waive um, potentially. But we'll see how it all plays out. And I think that's why we're playing. Because yeah. Isaiah Roby was a guy who's kind of maybe on the block. Um, Justin Jackson mm-hmm. uh, was getting some minutes, and he shot pretty well yeah. from the three-point line. And uh, but Darius Miller as mm-hmm. well. So we we got some guys who are maybe not going to make it, but we, that's why we're playing them out, you know, throughout the preseason. Exactly. And it's too bad we can't get a good look at Trevor Ariza. He, I know he's got a whole family thing going on right I now. I know. He's got, that's, that's the weird part. Weird custody. He's got a weird custody battle going on with this child, and that's why he opted out of the bubble as well. Yeah, and I, so, so I understand. It's I, a hard I, I, I just yes. want to see what he looks like yes. in our, on our squad. Yes. Yes. Is that too much to ask for? Can I? Can, can you not worry about core issues on the court? <laughs> you know? Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah, but let him, let him. Uh, hopefully, we'll see him in a Thunder 
uh, in the regular season, uh, in the Thunder jersey in the regular Absolutely. season. Absolutely. Hopefully, hopefully. But yes, dude. Well, speaking of NBA, man, do you want to just step right into some some of the NBA, talk some NBA news, some headlines? Absolutely, man. Let's do it. So let us play basketball. That's all I'm saying. The Slim Reaper says it himself, man. Season 75. Yes. Okay, man, this one went crazy, right? So out of the 74 yeah. seasons in the past, 34 of those seasons were championships won by the Los Angeles Lakers or the Boston Celtics. Wow. Yeah, 17 and 17 each team. Yeah. And the other, you know, 40 just goes to everyone else. So it's just kind of crazy. But this year, season 75, the Lakers are going to add their 18th championship. Oh, and create that new... Is that a, would that be a record, a record holding? It would be a record. That would be new and new champion, Los Angeles Lakers. But um, I got some notable dates for you before we uh, get too yeah. far into the NBA season. Uh, December 22nd, opening night, right? We've right. got March 5th through the 10th is the all-star break. And we got the trade deadline is March 25th. And then oh. the playoffs start May 22nd. So the shortened season is upon us. Wow. Already, man. So what do you think? Yeah. Wow. When you put it in terms like that, man, I feel like we don't have enough NBA. What's going to happen next? Like three weeks after that, we're going to start season 76? I'm saying. It's, it's <laughs> wild. It's wild. Yeah, because it doesn't seem like that's enough time. Um, well, hopefully... Well, it, well it, it, it's just hard. It's so hard to tell. It, it's so funny because it's uh, because of COVID. It's so hard to look into the future, even like three months from now, two months from now. Um, but I, I would love to see how if the Lakers can pull this thing off. So we'll know by May. No, no, we'll know by May, June, July, like July. We'll see. We'll see. I, I'm really excited. Now that you think about it, that is a shortened amount of time. You don't. There's time flies so quickly now that uh i wouldn't be surprised if we we're, were the next episode where we talk about the finals you know yeah, I mean? well i feel like it man this, this the way it's all going but we we've, we've got a, a <laughs> amazing games in the headlines lakers clippers start us off um well not a, not immediately but that's the second game of the night christmas um and then warriors yeah. nets is the first game um on yes. tuesday opening day and that man Kevin Durant versus old team and Steph. That's, I think that's an easy game for the Nets, if I'm beyond. Yes. I, absolutely. Absolutely. And I know Boston. Boston's going to be playing. Uh, I can't remember who, but I know I know Boston's going to be yeah, on Boston's that. playing Dude, the Bucks on Wednesday. Yes. Um, I like that. I like that matchup. Yeah, Rockets, Thunder. We've got amazing, man. Hornets, Cavs. It's, we've got an amazing <laughs> slew of games. Um, yes. Opening day yes. and uh, second day of, uh, you know, ongoing opening. Yeah. Well, before we jump into some of the headlines, I just want to touch base on just so we can step out of the preseason. But uh, LaMelo Ball, balling out for the Hornets. Oh, man. How incredible. He's looking so good. His passing, his court vision, and then uh, his second game, he really scored the points. He really went off. But the rebounds, man. He's a point guard in the paint. Coming down with defensive rebounds and then running the court yeah. and then dishing it behind his back. Smooth. Bro, his behind the backs, his his passing, 
looks so super smooth. He makes it look so easy when really everything's coming out at a fast pace. There are people in front of you trying to stop you from getting to that basket. Yeah. And he's making it look 100%. easy. 100%. It's very impressive. And then KD, man, we brought him up. We, he's our he's the voice of the, our NBA segment. No doubt. He just wants to play some basketball. And when you get him to play basketball, dude, he picks up exactly where he left off. Yeah. It, he looks so good. Yeah, like he didn't even get hurt, man. He did that shot. He he walked up and stepped on him in Boston, man. Just took the three like he did LeBron. Yes. No yes. Oh, and then the dunk. His very first points as a as a Brooklyn. He's on the three because he's such a threat on the three point line. There, no, you don't even have to pump fake, and you'll jump. He'll you know he'll make the defender jump, and then you just took off for that uh, baseline jam. Incredible stuff. Yeah, he, he's got man. He's quick. He's he looks smooth. He looks like he's got it all in fluid motion. It, I just I think uh, I think KD is back, man. It's a uh, it's nice to see uh, Kevin Durant on the floor. And uh, man, I, I I wasn't too scorned when he left. It just hurt to where he was going. Um, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. This this one seems right. You know, it's just, uh, this is this is okay. So you know, I wish him well, and I don't. Yeah, you know he'll probably be seeing the Lakers in the finals this year. So, I was just thinking that, dude. I was just thinking that can Brooklyn make it to 100%, the finals? Hundred percent. You know, right they've... Super, yeah. I was gonna say, yeah, it's super early to tell. You know, we cannot say anything too out of the ordinary. Yeah. But hundred percent, barring injury, <laughs> yeah. But they've got to go through Giannis, and Giannis with the Bucks just got that major deal. Huge, huge. Glass breaking deal. Yes, uh, he just signed a five-year supermax extension for two hundred twenty-eight million with the Milwaukee Bucks, the largest contract in NBA history. It is so. Yeah, two hundred twenty-eight, two hundred thousand and eighty, uh, eight hundred twenty-six dollars. Right. Big right. old deal. Average salary forty-five million dollars. What the hell, man? Damn, Damn. crazy, bro. He. He and his brothers used to sell cologne on the streets in Greece. Yeah, man. I listened to uh, his story on, uh, oh, Lord. Is of some podcast. Uh, the Woke, yeah, I the think Woke I, Woke I might have heard that, too. Yeah, I think I might have heard that, too. I think that's where I got, or I might have heard a snippet, yeah. but I was hearing that, or maybe the, the word. Or yeah, it was three episodes but I read that. long. It was a, it was a great uh, story, man, to hear about Giannis, what he what he had to go through, and, and where he's at now, man. I don't yeah. I'm man. I'm I'm proud and excited uh, to see yeah. this journey myself. Like it's awesome. Yeah. No, you're absolutely right. Because he's just a young man, just became a father. Huge extension yeah. with the Milwaukee Bucks. He plans on sticking around, man. And I don't like that. You don't see that. He wants to be like the Dirk, the Cowboy, or the the Dirk, the Kobe's, the. Uh, you buy that? Uh, well, there was one more. I, I I definitely do. Right. I yes. tell you what. That is if true. he doesn't win a championship in the next five years, he's leaving. <laughs> well, the Bucks got to get it together. They, 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 it's not just Giannis. They need something else. They need somebody Giannis can depend on. Not middle, uh, Chris Middleton, you can depend on him until you start waving a uh, uh, pandemic around. Then he's all playoff P over there. Yeah, way off P, huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Playoff P. Yeah, no kids. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's playing off piss. Yeah, you don't like yeah, that. Yeah, man. I, no, no, no. But I'm happy to see. I'm excited to see what Milwaukee does. I'm happy that uh, Giannis got that huge extension. Yeah. Somebody that I'm a little worried about 
uh, and and uh, and I'm not talking. Well, well, well. Let me just say this: the NBA has launched an investigation into uh, Jerry West and the Clippers allegations surrounding the way that they the acquisition around Kawhi Leonard. So there may be some issues there. I'm not sure what's gonna happen. Yes, dude. Yeah. So Clippers and Kawhi, there, there could be a danger in there or something. There could be something. Something may come up in the future yeah. where. They may have to put Yeah, they, you know, uh, what? Wor- the worst I think that can happen now is a big fine. You might lose a draft pick. Uh, but it's almost too late to do anything. The quiet air, man. He don't, <laughs> I know this, this is the last year, but uh, we'll see how it all plays out this year if he resigns. But uh, yeah. Yeah, no. No, yeah, you're absolutely right. And the thing is, uh, the Clippers actually don't have a pick until not the next draft, but the following draft. So. Uh, even if it does, okay, we'll get rid of one that we already don't even have yet. You know what I mean? Like we don't, there's, we don't even know what's going on then. But yeah, I see what you're saying. Very interesting. But um, the one player that I'm absolutely worried about, man, is uh, James Harden. Oh yeah, man. Uh, what? What? <laughs> James ate James Harden. <laughs> yes. What happened to him? Well, you know what happened. No, funny thing is, man. Well, I saw the, this. This tweet went out. Uh, you always sunny in Philadelphia. You love that show, right? Absolutely, big fan, big fan, big fan. So time. our boy Mac, right? Mac, Rob, um, uh, McElhenney, right? McElhenney, yeah, so yeah. This dude, he sat. He posted this Twitter photo of, of you know Fat Mac and Skinny Mac and Buff Mac. And, and, yeah, cultivating mass. Had all these funny photos of James Harden. The same way, man. James is uh, the four uh, shapes of James. <laughs> He's like a transformer. Yes, he looks big. Unfortunately, he does seem like he's, you I, know, expanded. I'll be honest, he played and, heavy. I watched the game. Um, I can't remember who he yes. was playing against this last over the last week, but. I watched the game over the last week, and he looked chubby playing. Um, it was the game against yes. the Spurs. Um, right. He, just, he, looked, he did look slow. Like he was slow. Um, but he's John Wall was good. John Wall. He can still penetrate to the basket. James mm-hmm. has still got game, but he clearly yes. was eating. He was eating with lemon pepper and Lou. Uh, yeah, yeah, so. yeah. He definitely. Yeah, he was quarantined. He was. He was quarantined. Is that what? Yeah, that's what happened. Bond? Yeah. Yes, exactly. And then while uh, Harden was expanding his waistline, the Houston Rockets are increasingly expanding the trade discussions. <laughs> they, that's it, dude. They want, they want, they, they're done with James Harden. He came in big, and they're like, okay, not we're not even we're not even just looking at Brooklyn and Philadelphia. We'll send him to Minnesota if we have to. You're gonna lose weight out there. You know what I mean? Like they want to get rid of him already. Anywhere, anywhere. So I'm curious to see how the Rockets do it. Yeah, no, I, I completely agree. The Rockets, uh, man, I, I'm nervous for what what can occur. I don't know who they can even snag uh, in this in the sweepstakes because right now they know, everyone knows Harden wants out. And they right. know they don't want Harden. So... I right. would offer a box of cookies for him and hope for the best. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, you're like you're not going to get shit from us. Yeah, exactly. I mean, the Miami Heat. I've read that they are willing to trade almost anybody but Duncan Robinson. Essentially, you know, as far as their uh, uh, bench players, the role players. They're young. Yeah, uh, yeah, the young guys. That's what you're saying. Right. Um, but yeah, I just 
I look forward to see what happens and where he goes uh, because it's going to shake up the whole damn NBA. If he goes to Philly, they're a title contender. If he goes um, even to Chicago, I mean, you're going to be Chicago. playing with something yeah. different there. I mean, he, he gets shipped to the Minnesota. I mean, there's lots of places he would change the dynamic of the organization. But I just yeah. still – Russell Westbrook said he doesn't show up to practice on time. That tells you what. Yeah, that he's not on. Like he's not ba- basketball. Ba- uh, basketball is not his number one priority, and that's what it seems like. That's what it seems yeah, man, like. It's a great thing. He's a good him. ball player, but it's right. not his everything. Yeah, I, that's interesting. I wonder what's gonna happen to James Harden. Well, he gonna be he gonna hmm. be the Charles Barkley man. He gonna be another dude who was great but didn't win a chip. Oh uh, yeah, he's gotta get At least out. Charles he made it. this. Yeah. yeah. Damn, what a trip. Man. Well, that is a lot to digest in basketball, man. I feel like we 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 covered all the bases. <laughs> no, we definitely did. And I man, we look forward to a, amazing matchups. Christmas Day, Lakers, Mavs, Heat, Pelicans, uh Warriors, Bucks. It's I mean, just a phenomenal uh week of uh, basketball ahead of us. So, yeah, uh, opening day, yes. December 22nd. Don't miss it. No, that's only three days from now, for sure. Oh, very good, dude. It's, I'm, I'm already excited for it. Well, that's a let's take a step out of the court. Let's, uh, well, do we want to drop a quick ad? Should we go into some NFL? What are you thinking? How are you feeling? No, you know what? I like an ad. Let's drop an ad. Med Farm, let's hear it from you. Hit it. With alternative plant-based and hemp-derived wellness products, you can trust Med Farm to be there and help make things well again. Learn more at MedFarmOK.com. Okay, so we are back. No problem. We're here to talk about some foosball here. And, man, I think it's going to be a great week. It was a great week last week. I don't know about you. but Yes, it was. Uh, it had a great phenomenal, phenomenal week. <laughs> the F is for phenomenal. Absolutely. <laughs> because yes. uh, I tell you what, neither one of our teams uh, got an F grade last week. A++. No. Yes. Both of our teams got out with the W. You against the 49ers uh, and then the Bears against the Texans. Yeah, man. No problem there. And, you know, we both move on. We're both kind of in a similar boat. Uh, although, not really, actually. Well, well you. put it this way. Yeah. Washington. Yes. We're both able to make the playoffs potentially, right? Right. Um, and right. right now, we could win the division. Um um, yes, Washington. Washington, mm-hmm. no name football team. Um, <laughs> we, yeah, they're the leaders. Yeah, they're leading in their division right yeah. now, first in the division, and and defensively, hands down, the best in the NFC East. The Giants Dude, are very so close good. second, mm-hmm. but but mm-hmm. I think what we've got in Chase Young is dynamic and different. Uh, what he he's a disruptor. Man. Man, yeah, my goodness. Uh, it's you, you, it's almost like you can't go through a defensive play without bringing up Chase Young's presence, at least. Yeah. 
where he like, where he pressures the quarterback or he's picking up the fumble for a touchdown or he's getting the sack and causing a fumble or he's tipping the ball and it's getting picked off. Bro, Chase Young, he, uh, uh, man, yeah, John dude, Boston, he is marketable. We, we've got guys all over the place. We've got Payne, college. We've got, we've got guys that are just going mm-hmm. to disrupt, uh, disrupt the, the, the game. I mean, I just... Yeah, I love it. We, you know, this week, unfortunately, yeah. Alex is out. Yeah, yeah, I did see that. And Dwayne, Dwayne, the main Haskins has got to get in there and uh, got to do some work, man. Uh, no turnovers. Just the the only plea I have this week: just get the ball yes. to your receivers in short distance and let them do the work. Uh, the rest of the work. Right, because they got a challenge, man, against the Seattle Seahawks. Yeah, the Seattle's front is okay, but the their cor- we their corners can be had. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I am excited to see how they play, man. I'm very excited because they, they 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 put on quite a performance against the 49ers, and we could use a little bit more. Yeah, it was a comeback season against the 49ers, and um, I loved what we did. And um, this week, man, you guys have the Vikings. Um, I like that matchup. Yes. Must win, must win. Yeah. They they beat us in that Monday nighter like three weeks ago. The Bears, we have to at least win two or three to get into at least the wild card spot yep. or playoff uh, or uh, in the hunt. You know what I mean? Like we're we're not done yet. But the Vikings got to lose two out of the next three. Cardinals got to lose two out of the next three, and it's not looking very positive. But um, but the Bears, Bears, we got to win out. The, our, my best thing, the only thing we can wish for or play for is just win, 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 and then we'll figure everything else out. But yeah, once you start losing, or if you lose against the Vikings, that's it, we're out. Well, I think as soon as you lose against the Vikings, we're out. Well, are you trusting Trubisky? Because, man, I think I think you have to a little bit. From, I have to, yeah. Last week, he, oh, man, he played crazy. What even the week before, even the week before against the Lions, he put up, uh, great numbers just fumbled it at the right, end. But right, but he our, was Trubisky like, at the 13 end. Yard yeah, he really Trubisky it up. That's what people are saying around he here. Trubisky. It. He shrewded it. Yeah, yeah, he shrewded it. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah. He mixed it up. Fucking <laughs> 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 uh, okay. So the Bears, uh, Texans. <laughs> I was shocked, really, to be honest, how how uh, Trubisky outplayed Watson uh, throughout. Yeah. I mean, he looked dynamic. Uh, he moved throughout right. the pocket. He used his legs. Um, and if he can do that uh, against the Vikings, I agree, man. You guys need the win. And 8-8 eight and eight yeah. would be respectable, man. I'm looking to get 8-8 eight and eight myself. Yeah. I, I said that every season. If we go 8-8, eight and eight, if we break even, I'm okay with that. Yeah, you, I can't do losing seasons. You can't hate that. <laughs> the, team, the, the team, we talk about your division there for a second, the NFC North. Uh, yeah, the Packers. The Packers. Right? Yeah, division leader. Division leader, Matt LaFleur, right? Man, he's been a successful coach so far. Um, That's correct. um, A pretty good record throughout. uh, 23 and 6 throughout 29 football games. And and right now, um, he could be the sixth head coach um, in his first 30 games to win 24 at least. Um, You know, that's pretty... That's pretty incredible. I'll be honest. Uh, he's had a hell of a start for a career, and he's had a hell of a quarterback as well. Um, you you, you yeah. can see that um, a quarterback can make your career. Um, Mike McCarthy had Aaron Rodgers. He had Brett Favre, and then he got the Dallas job. Yeah. Dallas isn't doing very well. 
Um, so no. it could be a product of Aaron Rodgers, but uh, Matt LaFleur has implemented his offense, and uh, you got to give him that. Um, and, and the Packers have been successful. Absolutely. I'm sorry. Absolutely. They, Yeah, they face the Panthers next, and I do not see an L in that future. No. So I think he could set it. I think he could do it. I think he, if they if he's the one. And that's I one thing about the Packers, man. I as agree much as, with you. Yeah. There's no doubt. Because as, as much as like there is a rivalry, the mm-hmm. are gonna pull yeah. this off. Do you don't think the Panthers? <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're not gonna. Yeah, you don't think the Panthers are gonna win it? No, but I, I do say like uh, as much as it's a rivalry, there's a lot of respect there. You know, I can't hate on the Packers. They win out. They 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 won a Super Bowl most recently. They they look really good offensively, defensively. So you know, what I mean, they 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 are a good team, and the head coach. Is a good head coach, and I, if he gets that win and does become the, the youngest or the quickest, the fastest at the earliest head coach, what was it again? No, he'll, he'll <laughs> then I'm all six, for it. Six head coaches to, uh, to win 24 of his uh, his first 30 games, 30, 30. right? Okay, yeah, Still. awesome. I'm all for it. I, I'm always down for something like that. It's rare, it's hard to do. It's the NFL, it's the NFL. This is the, the, the top of the leagues, yeah, baby. Well, so, if you can do something like that in here. There, do it. Yeah, some other guys, you know, notable games this week, right? We've got the Chiefs and the Saints, right? The Drew That's Brees right, machine dude. is coming back. He's got to come back. Apparently, the Saints locker room's known since Monday that he was going to come back, but they got some tight lips out there. So that's um, it's very incredible to see that that news didn't spill out. But yeah, he's he's going to be playing against the Chiefs. So what does that do for Andy uh, Andy Reid? He's like, oops, now we have to well, prepare for him. Not like I they think want. If they were smart. They were already preparing for Drew. Um, you know, yes. I, Drew. Um, he hasn't played since November fifteenth, and he had man, crazy eleven fractured ribs and a punct- a punctured lung. Yeah. Uh, the forty-one-year-old quarterback uh, is getting back out there against the defense. Man, Chiefs. Not that they're great, but. They can hit you. <laughs> yeah, they can get to you. Yeah, yeah. The honey Badger true. doesn't play around back there. He's kind of all over the field, and they've mm-hmm. got guys um, who make a difference. Um, and obviously, Patrick Mahomes is insane. So insane. God, his receivers—not even just as a, in the receiving core, but on punt returns. It's like, yeah. oh my God, you can't even stop him on a. You got to kick the ball out of bounds every. This is gonna be a slow game. Yep. for you. Because the Chiefs are always yeah, does on the run. Does Hardman give you old, uh, old flashbacks? Uh, a little bit, man. Sometimes old flashes of Devin Hester. Devin Hester, man, he was so... Those are the, dude, there was something to Devin special Hester. times. Yes. Oh, man. Dude, I remember one time choking on my mom's tamale, uh, the Super Bowl, when he took that one back. I had a tamale that, in my is, mouth. Is that the 100-yard like, return? That was the no. That one was the because he was uh, just out just a little bit, so it was like one oh. It was a short kick, so it was like ninety eight or something. But it was on the yeah, opener. It was on the opener. Yeah, he had that. Yeah, season, yeah. yeah he, he had so many in that season. Oh god, those miss- so many. That Arizona one was that one oh six. Was a fake. Or it was a missed field goal, and he walked and then took off. Man, dude. Uh, no, that being said. Uh, Oh, uh, uh, Coleman, yeah, what's his name? Uh, the Harmon, dude, very impressive stuff, dude. The yeah, Chiefs look good, man. The, uh, 
you, you can never you you kind of can count a W on every Pretty single much, game. Yeah, with the one loss they had was to the Raiders um, in in a barn burner, you know. Um, dude, I mean, what the hell happened ah. to the Raiders, dude? <laughs> uh, well, well, we'll touch base on here in just a moment, just because of uh, Thursday yeah, night you, game. Well, you when 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 you lose your quarterback in the Raiders, right? <laughs> and you have to yes. put in your backup. But also. And then the backup played so well, dude. Mariota did not go out without a fight. But what's funny, what's really interesting is that the Raiders were six and three, and they had the easiest remaining schedule in the NFL. They went off and lost four out of the five, which should have been all yeah. five if it wasn't for that Jets, that Jets head coach Greg Williams calling that uh, zero blitz and letting him win, and they're not letting him win, but gifted him that win where he just tossed it over the top, won the game at the no, end. That was a gift. Um, they should have been five of five. Yeah, it really was. The Jets really fucked that one up. Uh, uh, but yeah, what happened? The Raiders just really—they they lost that, that 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 power that they had. And then Justin Herbert in that last game, he has 27 p- passing touchdowns this season, tying the NFL record by the most of any uh, of any rookie QB. And he he still has two more games to go. Yeah, man, I, Herbert, man, I think he's playing phenomenal. He's had a hell of a year. I watched all this game. Um, getting into overtime was awesome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this game. Oh, yes, I, I love. I like what he's putting together. The diving touchdown, yes, that diving touchdown to seal the game in overtime, amazing, amazing. This is a second game-winning overtime uh, in a row, or game-winning drive in a row, something like that. He, he did the last last week mm-hmm. was the same thing, uh, while while they were facing the Falcons, he beat them in the last second, last uh, uh, like as the time remained, you know, as time was running down. So, uh, man, Raiders, though, but Raiders losing in overtime 30-27 to against the Chargers on Thursday Night Football. Amazing game, dude. What a fun game. As soon as Mariota stepped in there, Raiders look, the Raiders looked different. Really different. Really exciting Yeah, matchup. I thought the game was it, it was a really good football game. You know, I, um, the Raiders, I thought the Raiders were going to pull it off. Um, but I'm yeah. glad the Chargers did because I, I've been wanting to see Anthony, Anthony Lynn win some games and Justin Herbert actually get some Ws under his belt. Um, because he was losing right. close games, and the Chargers have been losing close games all year. Um, aside from the Chargers or against the Patriots, you know, uh, that forty-five point yeah. blowout was uh, kind of an albatross of a game. But uh, losing the one yeah. by the Broncos, and I mean, five earlier to the Raiders yeah. this season, seven to the uh, Bucks. You know, that, I mean, they and beating the Falcons by three, beating the Raiders by three, close, yeah, close every games. Every one of them. So yeah, the point differential is not. It's nothing. I mean, it's, it's very close games every time. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. I'm excited. I'm excited for this week's matchup. I know well, we mentioned the Bears playing the Vikings. Seahawks are going to be facing your Washington football team. Uh, another team that I'm really looking at is uh, the, another matchup are the Eagles against the Cardinals, man. Uh, Jalen Hurts looks so good against the Eagles. Makes them look completely different. I, I was rooting for the Cardinals for a bit there. You know, I really like... Uh, uh, how they're looking, how the Cardinals, the offense is looking. But I need them to lose. I need them to start losing so that the Bears can start winning and we can make it to the playoffs. I'm getting real selfish here. I hope the Eagles win. I hope Jalen Hurts looks well, great. Well, I, I feel you. <laughs> no, Jalen Hurts did look really good last week, uh, beating the Saints. Uh, upset was, I mean, no one saw that coming. Um, right. Man, I, the team played better behind him. They wanted to play better. It just seems like... The Eagles yeah. don't want to play behind Carson Wentz. Uh, when they put a backup in there, they win. 
Um, it, it's it's insane. Uh, Doug Peterson has a winning record without his starting quarterback. It's like eleven and three without Carson Wentz. It's 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 absolutely yeah. ridiculous. So if if you're that successful without your yes. starting quarterback, you should probably get rid of your starting quarterback. Damn! What a trip. I didn't even think about it like that. Wow. That's just me personally. Wow. I think it's time to let go. Um, uh, today we've got two games on a on a Saturday. Um, That's uh, right. Bizarre stuff, but the, the Packers, Panthers. So we did mention that one already, and the Bills and Broncos. That's right. I forgot it today. Um, Bills and Broncos, three p.m., three thirty. I, I like. I just mentioned the Bills because, man, I think. Um, what's that kid? The quarterback, um, Josh. Uh, Josh. Uh, Josh Allen. Uh, Josh Allen playing some good football. They had him, you know, great talking about him in the MVP discussion, but that's obviously a farce. He's he's playing really well, and it's a great uh, sophomore. Uh, uh, no slump, but sophomore. Uh, yes, you know, uh, season, and I don't know what to call it. He's had a stupendous sophomore yeah, season. Yeah, yeah, he's definitely elevated. He's up. He's gone up. Even though last season was great, it's it's crazy that you can elevate on that. Apparently, they've been working on the way he's been throwing the ball too. Yeah. So his mechanics. Uh, so he could they could make him into the perfect Bills quarterback. Ten and three, <laughs> and a former Bills quarterback, um, just a, a legend in Bills in Bills Nation, Jim Kelly. Right. So you know, Kelly, four straight Super Bowls once upon a time says uh, that this young kid Josh Allen's going to probably break all of his records. Uh, Jim Kelly played for the Bills from 86 to 96. Uh, like I said, four Super Bowl appearances. Um, holds the franchise record for 35,000 passing yards, 237 touchdowns, and 33 touchdowns in one season, which Josh hey. Allen is, you know, he's he's creeping. I don't know if you knew this, but he's got 28 this season. Oh, creep. <laughs> That's awesome. Wow, I didn't realize he was so close. Yeah, Josh Allen's got wow, 20. only 33. Right there. It is right With there. With a few games to go, the Bills are 10-3. and Three, three games left. Uh, do you think he gets five touchdowns over three games? Hell yeah. When you put it like that, yes. Yes, I know he's going to be facing... He's gonna be facing the Broncos today, today, this afternoon. So, hmm. yeah, there's three today. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's three today. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, man. Wow, I'm excited. I'm excited to see, uh, man, Jim Kelly, man. You, you, uh, yeah, going to the Super Bowl in those four years that you were a Bill. Hey, that's I'm, crazy. I'm that is crazy. That the Anybody Bills made it to that Super Bowl because the Washington football team uh, got to beat them. So. Uh, I'm I've, lo- I've loved that's one of my happiest years. Hey, you're you're a big Bills fan too. I, I heard. I love it when we win. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, dude. I uh, know at the top of the hour, you and I, you actually you spoke about Randy Moss and Jerry Rice. What? what, what, what? Oh, man, yeah, I mentioned a little beef going, a little beef of brewing. How about that? Uh, Jerry Rice. Uh, oh, dude, I, is one of the. I love beef. <laughs> beef brewing. <laughs> I love him. One of my beef. <laughs> <laughs> Jerry Rice. Jerry Rice is known as one of the greatest, maybe the best receiver of all time. Randy Moss, nothing to sneeze at either. You know, he's always been known as a top, top receiver as well. But he he got on a, a podcast with Terrell Owens and um, some guy named Matthew Hatchett, um, and he uh, 
Randy Moss says he he puts himself uh, first uh, as the best receiver ever, and he puts T.O. second. And then Jerry Rice, you know, as the best receiver, known as the best receiver of all time, he he would probably put him third or fourth. Um, you know, he says he doesn't live on stats. And, right. You know, you can live on stats and, and championships. That's all political. Well, I don't know about all that. You know, I, I like stats. Numbers right. don't lie, generally speaking. Jerry was uh, right. an amazing receiver. Um, he he had numbers that maybe will never be topped. And just a few, just to give you an idea of how great Jerry Rice really was. <laughs> right. So, Jerry Rice, 13 Pro Bowls to 7 Randy Moss, right? That's just, that's easy, right? 13 to, 13 to 7. 7, right. right? AP first team all pro. Jerry Rice, 10. Randy Moss, 4. NFL receiving mm. yard leader. Jerry Rice, 6. Randy Moss, 0. Okay, okay. What do you think of this one? Comeback player of the year. Jerry Rice, 0. Randy Moss, 1. Oh, gotcha, so beat Jerry. Had come, he had to come back as a player of the year to win an award. Uh-huh. Jerry, Jerry never, never left, left, man. Jerry never <laughs> fell off. How about yards per yeah. reception? Yeah. Randy Moss, 15.6. Right. Jerry Rice, 14.8. So Randy had mm. him there. Um, you know, career receiving playoff stats. Um, yards right. per reception. Randy Moss beat him again, 18.1 to 14.9. Um uh, but these are stats far and few between. Mm. Jerry Rice was amazing. Obviously, a Hall of Fame. Yeah. El, uh, Randy Moss, not there yet. Um, so, mm-hmm. you know. No, you're absolutely right. And then, it's it, again, you, you, uh, his playoffs. He was in more playoff games. Jerry Rice was in more playoff games than Randy Moss. Went further in the playoffs. Made it to the Super Bowl. Randy Moss made it to the Super Bowl. Was it once with uh, Patriots and he lost made it to the it Giants? Twice. Yeah, Randy. Randy made it twice in 07, um, and then in 2012 with the mm. uh, the uh, he was with the uh, the the 49ers in the Ravens game. He was in that. Uh... Oh, he was a yeah, 49er. Yeah, I remember that. The yep, power yeah, went he out. Was a part of that. He might have <laughs> cut the power. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, not enough. <laughs> yeah, you should have kept but the lights yeah, off. Yeah, <laughs> and, and Jerry did play in a, an amazing amount of years, 20 years to Randy's 14. Um, wow. But you got to, gotta, man, you got to respect the game. Jerry was just uh, in a league of his own. And I think T.O., personally, I think it goes uh, Jerry Rice, T.O., then Randy Moss. Um, and that's just because of long – I think longevity goes into it. I think you got to – Dominance is part of it. Larry, uh, uh, you know, Randy Moss was was fantastic, but uh, right, he also but quit T-O. a few times. Yes, and then if you look at To, you and you, you anybody would ask you right away, what what To are you talking about? 49er To, Eagles To, or Dallas To? It's like there we go. You know what I mean? Like his his resume. You just even like have that. Bills To. Oh crap! Yeah, oh, I forgot he about was that. In Cincinnati. Damn. Ah, oh, that's right. He was in Cincinnati. See what I'm saying? He never. I mean, he traveled, but he never. I, he was never me, out. I felt like teams quit on To. To never quit. 
You know what I'm yeah. saying? T.O., man, as you mentioned how, you know, uh, how we, you know, raced uh, Tyreek. We talked about that uh, before we... Oh, right before the show, yeah. Man, man, yeah. Yeah, man, this, this, this dude, he never quits. He's a, man, a beast. Yeah, he is a beast. That is true. He, and he, dude, the guy looks, he's in great shape. That guy looks phenomenal. He looked really good. No, nah, man. No, you're absolutely right. Man, uh, man, Randy Moss, what is, what is he on, man? Well, you know, I think he's a little high on himself. Mm. And, uh, <laughs> oh man, dude! I think that's a perfect segment, dude. I feel like that's a perfect little segue to uh, to escape from the NFL to get out of shop talk for a little bit. I'm talking about a little bit of our bar. Let's. I want to mention our yeah, oddballs. <laughs> Too simple. Yeah, so simple, dude. Uh, I got a woman in Connecticut, bro. Let me jump right in here, dude. A woman in Connecticut. Uh, she recently uh, uh, was arrested by the authorities after they seized more than 20... Oh, no, it was actually more than two dozen. It was actually 26 cats, along with six dogs, two squirrels, and a blind oh. owl were removed from her home. Wow. Yeah, the, the, <laughs> the lady had Noah's Ark in the house. Dude. For real, she sure did. Uh, the, the authorities ended up finding out because the neighbors were complaining about a, a terrible stench and rats running around the neighborhood, all leading back up to her house. Uh, so she actually turned herself in because uh, there was a arrest warrant for her, uh, charging for like six counts of animal cruelty. They ended up finding, unfortunately, they did find some dead animals on the property as well. So... Yeah, yeah. So it's a little, yeah, it's a little bizarre for sure. Um, but uh, oh, oh, there was also like two large rats. I, I didn't realize that like, there was a. Oh man, they talk about the cats. Yeah, dude, she had rats as pets oh, as well. No, no. The health officials actually they condemned the property, and uh, uh, all of them actually, all the animals that are that they took over, all, all the animals that were, are safe or all the animals that are healthy and stuff were actually taken real close. You know, they keep a vet close, but they went to the veterinary hospital for evaluation. A few of the animals, unfortunately, had to, had to be euthanized. But uh, so she's being charged with quite a bit. So this is something that she absolutely deserves. Uh, it's crazy because she was thinking that that's how you say like She was trying to help all these animals, but you're, she was actually doing them a disservice. She was actually putting them in harm. So you just have to be absolutely careful while you bring in animals. But the 26 cats, six dogs, two squirrels, two rats, a blind owl. Is this the 12 days of Christmas for 2020? <laughs> you know what? I think that's <laughs> right, right for the year man. we've had. I think that's accurate. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, man. I just think it's just truly bizarre. Truly bizarre. You know, just uh, you have to be safe with your animals and keep them as pets. And once things start turning into a crazy burden or, you know, I mean, sometimes people, they kind of, oh, you just have to be. Uh, pets are uh, it's almost like being, having a pet's a child you know you're gonna have to raise this thing for years to come you can't just get rid of it so it's a huge huge responsibility for sure well you know your story was in Connecticut <laughs> yeah yeah well, Connecticut yeah to connect this cut right this guy had uh, unfortunately man this guy uh, John Wayne Bobbitt you may have heard the story a long time ago 93 uh, Lorena Bobbitt his wife had had chopped off his his penis um and this guy mm. unfortunately is, is losing more appendages as the years go by um <laughs> uh this this last week he just had two toes amputated from his right foot um it just uh he's got this very oh. awful um 
uh, what do you call it? This thing where uh, he can't feel pain. Uh, this uh, yeah. I can't remember what it's called. It's so- oh yeah, yeah. Where the feeling that where you don't that you don't feel the sensation of pain. Uh, I, is that what he had, or is that what you think? Just because yeah, how no, can it's, you it's lose so many pieces? From neuropathy, um, and and oh, that, oh. that is definitely what is going on there. So I. This guy, ah, man, it's brutal. I mean, after you lose your penis in 93, you lose two toes in 2020. When do you, when do you call it quits? <laughs> Dude, there's not much I left to I cut off. But, you know, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm surprised he even made it to 2020. I don't know how you can... I can some, no, I don't know. It'd be, oh, God. Damn. Yeah, damn, damn, say, damn. Uh, it was on the chopping block. <laughs> Yikes! Yes, dude. Yes. Oh man, I love that, dude. Oh man, I always love, I always appreciate taking a step out of uh, uh, shop talk just so you and I can, so just so we can kind of just go off and riff a bit about our weird stories that we hear from uh, just around the world, around the United States. Um, but we did have some fights last week in the UFC. We have some fights this week. We got some boxing news. What if we go right back into it? Let's go right back into Shop Talk. Let's talk about some uh, MMA. Let's All talk right, about man, some fighting. I like it. Let's jump right back into the octagon. Uncle Dana! Uncle Dana provided. He always provides. So, oh man, bless him. Bless bless him and bless the us. UFC <laughs> uh, 256. Uh, yeah, what do you, uh, I thought it was a pretty good card, top to bottom. Great, great card. Junior you know Los Santos fighting uh, Cyril Gane. Uh, great fight, great knockout by Cyril. Dude, made Junior Los Santos look old. Kevin Holland fucking up uh, 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 Souza off his back, off the, both on the ground. Well, Souza's on his oh. knees and he's off his back. And he's, man, yeah, that I, was amazing. I thought uh, Mackenzie Dern showed off her her, uh, her fancy footwork. Her, did you Stand her up. Go? Yes. Yeah, she looked good. It looked she looked really good in that yeah, decision think, win. Uh, we got a future, uh, you know, future strawweight champion upon us here. I mean, I, think uh, I wish. Huh? I wish. I like Mackenzie Dern. She's she is an animal, animal. Um, speaking of animal, man, Charles Oliveira working yeah. Tony Ferguson, just taking him out. That was hard to see because you. I wish Tony would just bounce back from that bounce back, but then Charles. He's the new. He's the new guy. He's the guy that we should be uh, worried about, dude. He did. He looks so great in lightweight, dude. It's it, it's. Oh man, yeah, I'm really excited. Definitely for as Charles. a lightweight, it's definitely uh, something he wants. Uh, he wants the belt. Uh, I don't know if he's up for that task. You know, he mm. he's got game. I, I like I like what he's built up. But he lost to Paul Felder by knockout just a few years ago. Uh, you know, I just That's right. I just said I, I just this guy's got what it takes now as far as his uh, his what his game looked like this against Tony Ferguson. But I don't know if Tony was right, man. I don't losing to Gaethje like he did. Can you ever come back from that? I don't know. I think this this is it. This is the decline yeah, of uh, Tony I think Ferguson. This might have been his last uh, UFC but, fight, man. I think Dana gonna cut him. No, I think maybe one more, one more, just because he is like imprinted. Dude, at the Performance Center, they got a, not a statue, but they got one of those, like, uh, uh, fan fold pop-out stickers on the wall, man. You can't just peel that off. I guess. <laughs> okay. He's, he's, a, he's a 
Hall of Famer out there. No, I think I think Dana White would give him another opportunity. Maybe just let him finish off the contract, but not re-sign him. What or something was? But, uh, uh, yeah, because it was so close, man. Just think about the, the Khabib fights. Five times, four freak injuries. Last one, COVID. So it's just one of those things, man. It's just we never got to see Tony against the the top guy. He was the top guy yeah, for so he, long. He, he could have been a champion as well. But yeah, the the champion. How about the yeah. flyweight champion? Oh my goodness, Davison Figueroa going five rounds with Brandon Moreno, who every he, Brandon Moreno was always in he was getting his face, though. never. Yeah, he was, but but it was just what a great fight between these two flyweight. Because any time they felt like they, this fight could have been ended, like this fight could have been yeah, we, stopped, not stopped, but like the, the, they both had power in great punches. Yeah, absolutely. yeah we mentioned last week. Um, when we talked about this fight, we, we said it would go longer uh, than what Figaro was used to. So I, I, I definitely, I, I, mm-hmm. lo- I love the fight. Yeah, me too. Super exciting. Definitely much more. Uh, this one kept on going back and forth. I, I, I do see the draw. They, they did get a point away for, uh, was it like, was it gouging the eyes or did he kick him in the nads or something? It was something where they took a point away. But Davidson was also trying to gouge his eyes out the whole time. Like there was, like, I wish the ref would do more about that eye gouging stuff, because uh, it wasn't even like he was trying to disrupt his breathing. It was, he was sticking right. his fingers in his eyes right. when he was on the You're ground. You're deliberately doing this. Would you quit, please? Yeah, no. Uh, yeah, I, yeah. I would definitely see yeah, a rematch of that one happening. Definitely, yes, absolutely. You have to run this one back. Give these guys three weeks, <laughs> and then run it. No, no, no. They need like a month or two in between. But no, uh, with also with the way the UFC has been running, these guys just fought. Four weeks ago, they can fight again yeah, in like well, five weeks. Speaking Six of weeks. potential rematches, right? So we've got Marlon Vera in the octagon against Jose Aldo this weekend. And uh, Vera right. has, he says he's want, he wants nothing to do with Sugar Sean. You know, uh, Mr. Sean O'Malley uh, taking his first defeat to, um, yes. to Vera. Yeah, Marlon Vera really, well, uh, Sugar, something happened. He hurt his foot in the fight. But Marlon capitalized and then elbowed him to death off, uh, uh, well, laying on top of him in full mount, just elbowed him where Herb Dean pulled him off right away. and Or maybe not Herb Dean, but whoever the referee was. But yeah, Tito Vera fucked him up, dude. And Jose Aldo looks so good, man. He looks like well, he's Marlon, in top Marlon shape. Vera's not, he's not... He's not uh... He, I'd say, let's say, he's uh, he's not pulling any punches. Uh, he says, let's be real, you know, about Sean, o, Sean O'Malley. He says, uh, there's no money in that fight. Mm-hmm. He says, he's the, he's just a lower version of Conor McGregor. He's the China version. He's made in China. Uh, he's, he's not the same. The generic. Yes. So, yeah, wow. And he's not, he's not playing around. He doesn't want yes. this uh, crybaby O'Malley. And uh, he's going in. Um... <laughs> Cry what baby O'Malley, that's awesome. Oh man, that is hilarious. That's even better. Yeah. Dude. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah. He really is. Yeah, I'm excited. That's the co-main event. Uh the main event was actually pushed around, moved around. The those two fights that were called off. Uh and another one was changed because of the uh COVID test, the positive COVID tests. But we're going to end up with uh, Stephen Thompson against Jeff Neal, who Jeff Neal is on the rise. Stephen Thompson, Wonder Boy, has always been at it. He's always, you know, been at the top of his game. So 
I'm excited to see him back up in the uh, main event. One guy that we definitely need to watch out for is Michelle Piera. Okay, he is a welterweight. He's going to be fighting Kalen Williams. Dude, this guy, one of his favorite moves is that Showtime kick off the wall, right? But he does Superman punches as well off the wall like that. So he's super dangerous. He wants all of this smoke right now. He wants it. Uh, He's 26 years old. He's a killer, man. I've seen his last two fights. And he and he's stayed in the mm-hmm. octagon a total of fifty-seven seconds in two knockouts. Wow. Ah. He's going for Damn. blood. He wants his dude's head on a fucking stick. Oh man, I am excited. Also on this main event is Marlon Moraes versus Rob Font. I don't know who Rob Font is, but I know Marlon Moraes. No ice, but. Uh, yeah, yeah. minimal eyes. I've watched a few of his. I watched his last fight against Ricky Simone. Um, we we paid attention to him before. He fought Sergio Pettis as well. Um, oh, he's been hey. around. Uh, he's got some pretty good game. He's got ground game. I don't trust him too much. Uh, stand up personally. He said, <laughs> but mm-hmm. um, oh, right. Eyes can throw. Uh, can our throw guy, hands. our boy. You sure can. But what about our heavyweight Greg that's Hardy, guy, man? That's actually, he's, I wish he was the co-main event. <laughs> <laughs> Versus Martin Tybora. Uh, we, we watched Martin fight. We watched Greg Hardy fight. Um, every single time they put somebody in front of Greg Hardy, uh, maybe the last two were more, definitely like more, like definitely more yeah. of an opponent. Um, but I'm afraid that any single time you put somebody in front of him, he just makes, Greg Hardy makes the other guy look like they're, brand yeah. new at fighting like we both have the same record seven and two but no martin has 20 f- professional 26 yeah he's and 20 and he's, six in that's his why he's fighting greg hardy this dude is a veteran he has been around he's fought ben rothwell just got the win in october yeah um he's he beat stefan struve years ago uh lost to verdun but he goes the distance if you look at uh what he's if you look at his track record He's going the distance in a lot of fights. Mm-hmm. Lost by a unanimous de- decision. Win by unanimous decision. Um, and that's what I think they're trying to drag Greg Hardy into deep waters. Um, uh, which I don't think it's going to work out. You know, hmm. he's fought a couple fights to the decision. But I want I want to see him uh, put a guy like this on his back. Knockout. I want to yeah, see a knockout. For sure. For sure. And that's just the way to kick off the main event. Or the main card. Because I know the preliminary, we have Anthony Pettis. Anthony Pettis is going to be on the card against Alex yeah. Morono. Yeah, I think this is another uh, I know. guy I think, uh, Pettis who might be on the chopping block. Yes. Yes. Anthony Pettis does seem like he's already on some something new. He's starting like uh, similar to like the performance, uh, the uh, UFC Performance uh, Institute. He is getting a thing together for uh, fighters. In fact, he's up to about 60 fighters now. Where it's not just training and uh, you know providing housing and e- eating meals together, but there's also classes on marketing and taxes and uh, uh, money be- budget uh, money bu- budget uh, uh, money management. Okay. So he's it looks like, yeah he's doing something for the fighters that he wish he had well, when he was a kid yeah, when he was coming smart. up. That's that's putting a, a business long term together, and that's that's what you got to be thinking with your head. Yes, man. that's that's smart stuff. Yeah. So I'm hoping, I'm hoping if he can get this win, keep providing for those other fighters. I think that that'd be great. But also, if he does lose, I, I wouldn't be surprised if uh, uh, we see him get cut and then 
join Yoel Romero and at Bell- Bellator. No, oh, wow, yeah, that, that'd be something. That'd be something. Yeah, we yeah, got right? another uh, fight. Well, I'm gonna bring up Rupert just. To- Yes, exactly. I was gonna bring up another. Yeah, two. I got. I got more. Uh, these women fighters, man. These female fighters are some the real deal. Oh no! Yes, right. yes, Sarah. Eubanks. Uh, Sarah Eubanks in the- oh yeah, no. I was gonna. Yeah, I was gonna talk about Eubanks. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Please, please yeah, talk about uh, Eubanks. Yes. She's coming back. She's fighting. Uh, looking to bounce back after her loss in September. Um, she's fighting. Man, I don't want to mess this girl's name up. I'll be honest. Um, this girl's fighting um, out of Sweden. Okay. Uh, uh, <laughs> Kenzad or something like that. She's fourteen and five, pretty good record. Just beat Beth Correa. Yeah. Um, so uh, she's got talent. Beth is no joke. Um, and if, if you've seen Beth fight, she's a slugger. So uh, this is yes. gonna be a good matchup. Eubanks is favored in this fight. Uh, she's a phenomenal striker, um, and I, I look forward to seeing the takedowns as well. Get, get a little bit of that ground game. Yeah. Uh, and then another uh, fighter, another two, uh, another fight to watch is Jillian Robertson versus Talia mm-hmm. Santos. I want to tell you guys real quick about Talia because she uh, was a soccer player for the majority of her life. Her father is actually a professional fighter in Brazil, but um, she wanted to step away from what her father. You know, you know, kids always like, they want to separate as much as they can from their parents, just like they want to do their own thing. Well, Talia was a super, super big into soccer. In their off season, uh, just a couple of years ago, she got into Muay Thai. Her father saw what she had, the, the the talent, the ability, the footwork, and practically begged her to train and coach her. And now she's in the UFC. She's on the prelim now, but man, Tanya Santos is going to be one of those fighters that ends up on the main card later, I promise you. She, it's, it's, this one's going to be a good fight. Just to keep a lookout for Jillian Robertson versus Talia Santos. Jillian Robertson also yeah, a good fighter. Yeah, very much so. The Savage fighting out of Canada. <laughs> uh, yeah, she's got some she's got some game as well. Um Two, uh, two wins in the last three fights um, on the way up. She's definitely someone to look for on the on the women's flyweight division. Absolutely. It's going to be exciting, man. And these are just, again, all these fights are on ESPN+. Plus. Uh, they're not pay-per-view. Final UFC card of the year. That's special, man. We uh, end the year right, man. And uh, uh, no belts, but this is a, a fight night on ESPN+. Plus. So if you've got that subscription, you're in good shape. Mm-hmm. Check it out, and if you are a, a fighter maniac fanatic like we are, you know Canelo Alvarez is fighting tonight. Let's talk about. Dude, I know. Well, Canelo, man, oh, Canelo, Canelo. This guy has fought um, a billion times. Fifty-six fights, right? Right. Fifty-three wins, one loss, Correct two amazing. draws. Who's the one lost to? Uh, Floyd, uh, pretty boy, pretty it was pretty boy at the time, I believe. Yeah, was I think it, it was money by then? Money? Oh, oh I miss, I miss the old. Yeah, that's same, but but okay. So this dude, he's going in. Canelo's fighting this dude, Callum Smith. Both of these guys, age of thirty years old. Uh, Callum is undefeated, twenty-seven and 0, 19 knockouts, standing at six three. So he's four inches taller than Canelo, um, with an eight-inch reach advantage. Um, nickname is Mundo, man. Uh, this guy, uh, we'll see what he what he comes out to be about. I've never seen him fight. This is for the WBC Super Middleweight Championship. Um, I've never seen him fight. I've seen Canelo wax the floor with many opponents, and yes. I don't think yeah. it's going to be any different. 
Right. Ah, okay. Moon, though, for uh, uh, just a quick Spanish translation, it stands for global or worldwide or worldly. Worldly. So I'm kind of at the Mundo is actually a very impressive nickname. They, they don't just call somebody out like that. Um, I do I have some concerns. I am concerned about Canelo, but only because of a uh, Mexican uh -oh, tradition. Uh -oh. uh, yes. So I recently learned this and I, I've been realizing I, you know, I got to work on my culture. I got to work. I got to get myself uh, appropriated. <laughs> but uh, apparently in the uh, the months or in the time uh, like December 12th is the day of the Virgin Mary and then a few just two weeks later is Christmas Eve which is also huge in Mexico you know Mexican religion uh, a Catholic religion with Christmas and then the following week is New Year's New Year's Eve there's actually a huge festival around this time for Mexicans and normally fighters do not accept fights at the end of December or all of January. That's just like a Mexican thing. Julio Cesar Chavez, uh, one of the greatest boxers of all, all time, was 80-0, took a fight uh, by Don King. Don King set it up January 3rd. The guy, got he lost in the eighth round. They, they stopped the fight. Three weeks later, he defeated in a rematch, knocked the guy out in the first Damn. round. If that doesn't tell you something, yes, don't fight. Yes, you're not supposed to. okay. No, no, that's what I am worried about. But with that being said, in the same article that I was just reading about, they did say, and this explains why they brought up Canelo because I didn't know Canelo was fighting today until you and I we, we, we spoke. We spoke before the show. Um, that would explain why the article came out, why people are a little bit nervous. But they did say Canelo. They believe he is not a drinker, but if he's Mexican. And I know Mexicans, we drink, <laughs> okay? You're just not pulling out the right bottle. That's not what we drink at the moment. We need something a little yeah. different, you know? That's amazing, yeah, well. So let's keep it just a little, just a little, you know. Yeah, yeah, a wibble, all right? Minimal, you guys should keep that in mind, wow, all right? Yes, that's definitely something to keep your eye on, man. That's, uh, uh, I, look, Canelo's not taking, he's only lost to Floyd Money Mayweather. He's not losing to uh, Callum Smith. A nickname Mundo is pretty Cal dope. I'm not gonna lie, but Canelo yeah. is known. Man, he, yeah. he tore up Triple G in the rematch. Um, I, I yeah. like what he's put together in his career, and and I don't think it's gonna stop now. He's only thirty, man. Thirty, dude. He looks good too. He's a young looking thirty. He's different. He's built differently too. No, uh, uh, Mexican fighters, man. Mexican fighters. I, I, I always get really pumped. I'm actually really excited to see Canelo fight. I haven't seen him fight in, I mean, it has been a couple, maybe a few months. I think he fought during this year, but I uh, was at the beginning of the year. I think he fought like in February or uh, May. Was it single the Mount? Something, something. I know, I know we saw him fight at the beginning of the year. I am excited to see, at least we finished the year strong. Si se puede. Viva Mexico. <laughs> I love it, man. I love it. Yeah, no, that's beautiful. So we got um, to end the show, man. We're here. Um, we, we, we're closing the show with the jam of the week. How you feel? Dude, let's, I got a jam for you. Let's get our jam on. It's time for the jam of the week. There it is. Bro, this might have been a jam last season or uh, last year. But, man, I am loving whenever the weather starts to dip a little bit. It's getting a little chillier. We got to bust out your sweatpants. You got to bust out your sweatshirts, dude. My jam is going to be this beautiful sweater weather, this winter cold coming in. Uh, 
in the mornings, man, I put my beanies on. I got my, I put several beanies. <laughs> I put the gloves. I got my big old coats. I'm layering up. I feel like I'm going to war. I feel like so I'm gearing up to go out there and just scrape so when, some when ice. When the cold comes <laughs> around, it's kind of like your camo. You just blend in. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I fit right into it. I look at all my like my coworkers. I see when they come into work, they're freezing. I, I don't even turn on the heater. I'm already like I'm sweating. Like I, I, I'm just dripping in sweat this morning, dude. I woke up so early this morning. I, I, I mentioned it before. I've been like just watching the sunrises whenever I get an opportunity to. So definitely on the weekends, that's something I'm really into. It was 850 and I'm outside on the skateboard, dude, just cruising <laughs> that backyard, man. And it was it was amazing. It was one of the earliest times I ever went out there. Uh, uh, but I'm all layered up, dude. I got, dude. It's just, I, I just really enjoy this weather. This is like finally a time of the year where I'm not just wearing a t-shirt and shorts and just dripping right. in sweat. And if, I could drip in sweat in my own, <laughs> in my own accord. Beautiful weather to get your run on. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it really is. Any it any really action? is. So I've been really trying to this weather, man. Yeah. Oh, and then, oh, oh. Last week, last Saturday, we talked about, yeah, we may see if it snows. When we woke up that Sunday morning and there was that thick layer of snow out there, dude. Man, I, I, whenever you see snow like that and something like, like that that engages joy. your eyes, you know, like uh, fills your eyes up like that. Yeah, it's, it really is exciting. It's, it really is joyful. It absolutely was. Yeah, snowball fights, snowmen, snow women, you know, all of the above. It was just beautiful. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah, man. I jam, I jam. I've been on yeah. a music kick Love lately, it. man. I've, uh, I, I don't know if you know that's this, right, but I, I took a music break years ago. I, um, uh, I lost my music library, right? And I never, right. I never went back. So occasionally I listen to records, I listen to albums, usually late. You know, I got, I, I listened to the Kid Cudi album mm-hmm. right on time. Um, yesterday Eminem dropped the music to be murdered by B side. Um, and it's it's oh. amazing. Um, and uh, and and basically, my point is, I, I've been listening to a lot of music lately. I, I'm coming back to music, and uh, uh, welcome. And welcome, yeah, welcome. I feel like I I started over. So maybe some Eminem's old inspiration uh, from you know the late '80s and early '90s music. Um, this is you know pre. Uh, gangster rap or anything like that you know this is uh like big daddy kane um i listened to his seven studio albums this last week um in the week before i listened to rock him um he has an album he's got four albums one with eric b um and then three by himself um and these guys are like wordsmiths man like serious Yes, and I've listened to them before, but not like this. Um, like straight up album to album, back to back to back to back. Um, and it was awesome, like going through it all this week. Um, it was so much fun. Right this next week, I'm jumping on the Wu Tang clan. Uh, so Wu Tang ain't nothing to fuck with. Uh, Uh, I know that's right, and it's good. Yes, M E T H O D, man. So you know, I'm I'm kicking it right yeah. now in the, yeah. in the in the woo right now. So um, I just man, yeah. keep up with the music, man. If you don't know the history of it, man, just oh, it's beautiful. The 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 music mm-hmm. before we we have today's 2020 stuff, or really the last few yeah. you know years of music hasn't been for me ideal. But you know, lately, uh, like I said, 90s and 80s 
hip hop has been killing it for me. Awesome. I love that. I love that. Dude, yeah, I haven't, I, I, I did something similar with Wu Tang probably like three years ago. And uh, I think I'm going to do the same thing. I'm going to go back. I have not heard that Method Man song in so long, man. That song, that's, that joint, dude, that thing Big pops. Time. That thing goes off. He goes hard in that. He goes hard. And it's because it was something that's really funny about that song. Uh, not, nobody else jumps in on that because Method Man was feeling himself and nobody else was like, oh, everybody was like, okay, let him have it. He's going off. Dude, that song is good. Dude, and then Cream. Oh, man. Cash was uh, everything around me. How do you, how do you come up with something good, like yeah. that? What is that? You know what I mean? Man. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Dude. The beat to that. Oh, man. Yeah. Cream. No, yeah, that's where I'm at right oh, now. Oh, my goodness. Some old school vibes, man. That's just, that's where my head's at, so. Yes. Oh, man, I love that, dude. I say we should all stop what you're doing, you know, uh, uh, and let's let's jump on our jams. <laughs> Definitely check them out for sure. Uh, and then continue to subscribing to the show wherever you're listening to us now. Just subscribe, share it with a friend, whether it's on Apple or Google, Anchor, on Spotify, where I've been sharing it mostly. Be sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Set the Record Pod. Like the Facebook page at Set the Record Podcast. Special thanks to IndiePot News. Special thanks to... Uh, 20 of the town special thanks to my boy Malcolm Anthony dude I had such great fun doing this I always love it whenever we get an opportunity to jump straight in the studio. up man absolutely love doing this with you episode 129 coming at you oh excellent uh, be sure just to uh, appreciate your time off uh, we hope everybody has a, a safe and happy Thanksgiving or Christmas uh, we'll see you before the yeah, new no year sure. Merry, Merry Christmas happy holidays whatever you uh, celebrate enjoy yes yes absolutely 